Good morning, all listeners. Happy Sunday. Welcome to Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. This is episode two. It's Sunday morning. I'm the Baron. And I'm Boogie. What up, Boogie? What up, Baron? Oh, not much. We had a wild week in sports. We have a lot to talk about today. We have NFL Week 2. We have the U.S. Open Final today. NBA's in the Conference Finals. College football is rolling. We have the Stanley Cup. And we have... um, the NFL Week 1 recap here is how we're going to start this thing. I just want to start off by saying I apologize um, to all my friends, family members, and listeners out there for the lock of the week. Yeah, lock of the week. Not, not good Not good at all. Dallas actually just put us uh, in a bad, bad spot for the first week. Yes, we were clearly on the wrong side of the fix. A lot of bad calls. Um, Dallas obviously did not beat the Rams. Everywhere else, though, Boogs looks pretty solid. We had Seattle, Buffalo, the Bears. You and me were split on the Packers-Vikings, the Ravens, the Chargers, and the Saints. So pretty much a clean sweep of of the board. But, um, yeah, the Cowboys let us down, and more importantly, the refs let us down. The referees again. We have, a, we have an exciting week two coming up. We're going to touch base on a couple other things going on in the world of sports here this morning. Stanley Cup Finals. As most of you know, the Knights got knocked out by the Dallas Stars and the Tampa Bay Lightning. They locked out, or they knocked out the Islanders. Dallas stole game one last night, 4-1. to They're up 1-0 in the series. How do you see this thing playing out? Dallas looks real strong, actually. Uh, you know, we might have given a little bit uh, too much credit to the Knights. They might have been a little bit overrated. Uh, Dallas came out real strong, had great goaltending. And uh, I don't know, maybe there was a little bit of dissension in, in the goaltending uh, net for the Knights. But uh, I don't know, Tampa Bay has got a really, really strong offense. And uh, I look forward to Tampa Bay coming back. Dallas looks great, though, so we'll have to see on that. Yeah, Tampa Bay is definitely the favorite in the series. Dallas is kind of the undercard here. Um, nothing really to lose. They're playing loose, up 1-0. Um, I'm looking at probably a six- or seven-game series there, so it's going to be interesting to see. Very exciting. Next Sunday in Episode 3, we will be further along in the Stanley Cup, and we will give you guys updates there. College football is in full swing. Before we go through the recap of the games, the Big Ten has voted that they are going to play now, Boogs, that gives a huge advantage to Ohio State now. We have another player in Justin Fields, uh, like we touched on last week, probably the second quarterback taken in the draft. How exciting is this for him, and what do you think um, the Big Ten is going to do here now that they're back playing here in about a month? Big Ten could not stand back and watch all these other uh, conferences make money. Uh, looks like uh, they are going to be back in action. They're going to have an eight-game conference. Uh, beginning on October 24th, Ohio State, Michigan is going to be featured on December 12th, uh, right before the uh, Big Ten Championship game is set to be played on the 19th. And we're going to be uh, looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing a little bit more of these teams play, not worried about the virus. Um, but I, it all came down to money. It all came down to money. And uh, I think, uh, you know, they're talking about the Pac-12 as well, uh, maybe not playing until November uh, but I think that's too late for them. Uh, but I'm looking forward to uh, seeing Ohio State, Justin Fields, and the rest of the conference uh, compete with the uh, the rest of the leagues. 
uh, with the SEC starting next weekend. Yeah, the SEC does start next weekend. They start their conference schedule. That adds Ohio State. You think Ohio State makes the playoff? You think they run the table in the Big Ten? I think they're capable of it. They got Justin Fields over there. Great coaching uh, with Day, and they have also got uh, a great, great uh, returning class. So uh, the eight-game schedule, you know, again, Big Ten is is big. Uh, They got a lot of great teams out there. I don't see why not. I know they will have great ratings on TV. And uh, I would definitely prefer to see them in it uh, versus uh, any of these other little small schools. I agree. I think uh, they're loaded, obviously, the class of the Big Ten. I think Ohio State is going to win the Big Ten and get into the playoff. Looking at other teams around the league, Clemson looks absolutely dominant. They they blow out the Citadel 49 nothing yesterday. Absolutely smashed the Citadel. I think I think they run the table. Probably Clemson does. I they do have one team that I'm looking at here, Notre Dame, who looked really impressive yesterday. That they play here in a few weeks down in South Bend. Um, tough to go against Clemson, but Notre Dame 52-0 looking equally as impressive, but. I still think Clemson's the class of the ACC, but Notre Dame's got a real good team this year. Going to be interesting to see Notre Dame now in the ACC for football and uh, definitely give Clemson a, a challenge, but you've got this strong, strong Clemson team uh, looking forward to getting back to the uh, championship game. I agree. I think it's their title to lose. If you look around the, the, the college nation here yesterday, there was one upset, the Marshall Thundering Herd. Pride of West Virginia, 17-7, knocking Appalachian State out of the top 25. Pittsburgh took care of business, beating Syracuse 21-10. couple of bad beats I had. That 52-0 game in Notre Dame, I had the under, and they score a touchdown on fourth and goal with two minutes to go to push the game over. So, bad beat for me there. In other news, UCF is still UCF, 49-21. Miami-Louisville, a showdown in the ACC last night on ABC. College game day was down there. 47-34, the key for Miami, transferred De'Eric King from Houston, coming over to Miami, putting up some huge numbers for the Canes. With both them teams being in the ACC, though, I still I still don't think they can touch Clemson. No, De'Eric King looks like a Heisman hopeful. Miami looks strong. I like uh, to see what happens, but definitely, definitely got Clemson out there. Yep, so college football is in full swing with the SEC starting next week. The... Big Ten starting in a month, and Pac-12 is going to be extremely late to the party, but hopefully they start as well. We're going to move on now, Boogs. The NBA. The NBA. We are in the conference finals. The Nuggets, obviously, incredible comeback against the Clippers. Coming back down 3-1 for the second straight round. Now they run into a Lakers team. It's 2020. It's been a tough year, an emotional year for that city and that team. And LeBron and AD and that team really dominated game one. Really dominated game one. Um, You know, LeBron actually played only 30 minutes in that game. It's the least amount of minutes he's ever played in a postseason game, and they still dominated. The score actually uh, ran, they won by 12, I believe it was. And he actually, uh, that score did not uh, indicate actually how big of a, of a upstart they were. They were winning by over 20 the, most of the game in yeah. the second half. Um, looking forward to seeing uh, if Denver can actually give them a little bit of a scare. 
But this is definitely a Lakers championship. Uh, you know, I believe uh, in all my heart that Kobe's going to be uh, somewhere in, in the stands out there. And uh, we're, we're looking forward to seeing what the Lakers can, can do. Yeah, I mean, as soon as they went up in that one game a couple rounds ago, 24-8 to against the Portland Trailblazers, you knew that he was there in spirit for them. And I'm calling it right now. This isn't no lock of the day. This is the lock of the year. The Lakers are going to win the title. Lakers winning the title. Lakers will win the title, no doubt. I think the Nuggets have had a great year, but, I mean, the, the different animal. They, a different animal, same beast, as, as Kobe would say, actually. But, yeah, I think the Lakers win the title. Uh, Denver might get a game or two. When you flip over to the Eastern Conference, though, a very, very exciting series that I think has changed the perspective based off of last night's game. The Heat and the Boston Celtics. The Heat came into last night's game 11-1 in the postseason. They're up 2-0 in this series. Boston gets Gordon Hayward back. The basketball team for the Celtics, a little bit more fluent offensively. Gordon Hayward brings a different presence for them. They steal game three. They're down 2-1. How do you see the rest of this series playing out? Heat up 2-1. Boston came back. Hayward did look real good. Changed definitely the uh, the series look. Um, we'll see if this Heat team is up for the task of uh, putting up a stranglehold on Boston in game four. Um, I feel like uh, they just got to keep going, doing what they're doing. And uh, I believe that they can actually upstart on Winning. There you go. Answer Sorry. My own question there. Sorry, technical difficulties on our end. But yeah, um, I think Boston can make a make a, a furious comeback, and we could probably see a seven game series out of this one. Two really good young teams, and I think that they're going to uh, they're going to play it out. Six or seven game series. They are. It's a toss up, but it doesn't really matter because they're going to lose to the Lakers. Lakers are looking strong. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Before we dig into the big sheet of the NFL, I just want to give out a special prop bet today on the U.S. Open. I don't know how many of you are following it, but today is the final round. Matthew Wolf has a three-stroke lead on Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson DeChambeau is sitting right now before they tee off at 2-1. to one. Just a little pick there. Go get Bryson DeChambeau 2-1. to one. I think my man comes out and wins the U.S. Open today. Ooh, I like that. I think I'm going to head to the book right now, Lance. Right when we're done, we're going to go to the book and take Bryson DeChambeau 2-1. to one. If you could parlay props, Bryson parlayed to the Lakers as a lucky. So, now we get down to business. As I switch my papers around, we got NFL Week 2. Interesting day today. Quick breakdowns here from Boogie and the Bear in here on Episode 2. This is how we're going to open this thing off, Boogs. we got a ton of games here kicking off in about an hour. Games at 1, as well as a Sunday night game. Let's let's rapid-fire this real quick. Some quick takes. we got the Giants visiting the Chicago Bears. Bears, obviously, ferocious comeback down 24-6 against the Lions last Sunday, coming back to win that game. The New York Giants played my Steelers on Monday night. Looked kind of sloppy. Lost 26-16. to Saquon Barkley, 15 carries for 6 yards. Right now, the line, 5.5 and 42.5 is the total. Bears are the favorite at home. What do you think? Danny Dimes against Trubisky, and uh, I see this as going all Chicago, quite honestly. Uh, Giants just don't have any offense right now. 
they've got a lot of people hurt. I look for Chicago to come back after a great win last week and just continue rolling. I agree. Um, one of my favorite plays of the day is actually the Giants getting the points. I think they cover the six, but I think Chicago wins the game. I do not trust Trubisky and the Bears offense to cover any number. So for all you betters out there, one of Lance's locks today is going to be the New York Giants catching the six. Buy it up there at minus 120, plus six. However, Chicago, I'm with Boogie on this one. Chicago wins the game. Now we move on to our horrible beat on the Cowboys last week. They're coming back now. Two 0-1 teams. Going at it down there in, in Jerry World. The Falcons visiting the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys laying three and a half. Totals 54. What do you think about Dak in this offense? And how are they going to respond from that week one loss to the Rams? I think Dallas has to clean up a lot of their mistakes. Hand, uh, it's hard to believe, though, that one of these two teams will be 0-2 after today. Um, Dallas just got too much firepower right now. And I think that they come back. At home, I see them as as winning by a, a field goal. It's going to be a close game. Um, Atlanta is still Atlanta. You know they'll come back with some offense. Their defense is not that great. I agree. And Seattle really dismantled that defense in Week One. Dallas's defense not bad. Van Der Esch, quick note: he's going to be out. He broke his collarbone in Week One. A lot of people were thinking this is going to be a shootout. Um, total sitting at 54. It's a bit high for me. I might have a small play on the under in this game, but huge game for both teams. You never want to go down 0-2, so it's definitely something to take a look at with that game there. Uh, Detroit now, rivalry game. Lions and the Packers. Obviously, it's not much of a rivalry because Detroit never wins. Rodgers owns them. Hell Mary wins, but close games. Uh, Green Bay obviously 1-0, looked really impressive, hanging 40 on the Vikings on the road last week. The Detroit Lions 0-1. They blew that huge lead to the Bears. Matt Patricia's got a really bad record as the head coach of the Lions. Now they're going against Aaron Rodgers, who looks fantastic. Um, you think Green Bay takes care of business today? Yeah, you know what? This is going to be another close game, I think, with Green Bay and Detroit's history. Actually, both both games last year decided by a field goal. Uh, last, last second's field goal. Uh, they looked real strong last week, Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers su- actually surprised me a little bit. Coming off a QBR 50 worst rating in the NFL last year. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I, I do like uh, the way Green Bay played last week against Minnesota. I lean towards Green Bay. I agree. Green Bay definitely wins. Chicago definitely wins so far going through here. Jacksonville, Tennessee, very interesting game here. Jacksonville. That was one of our losses last week. We we didn't have much faith in Minshew, and Minshew might be the real deal. They defeated the Indianapolis Colts as eight-point dogs last week. They run into a Tennessee team who played in that second game of the Monday night doubleheader last week, squeaking by the Denver Broncos. Goskowski missed a bunch of kicks in that game. Um, there's an injury here, right? A.J. Brown's not playing, right? That's correct. A.J. Brown is out for the game if anybody's listening out there. Uh, just keep an eye out for that. Any of you fantasy players out there, too? Yes, all you fantasy guys, take A.J. Brown out of your lineup. He is not playing today. He's listed as inactive. Tennessee, they are laying 7.5, totals 44. I think it's, it's kind of a toss-up there. Probably a lower-scoring game with those defenses. Do you think Tennessee gets to 2-0 today? I think Tennessee does get to 2-0 today, but uh, I think they also are going to have to clean up a little bit. Goskowski comes off and misses three field goals. Two of them actually missed, one blocked, an extra point that was missed as well. 
Uh, man, I, I just don't get it. I don't understand how somebody that's a Hall of Famer is going to be uh, having one of those games, but I guess they all uh, get one of those games one of these times in their career. Yeah, I look forward to Tennessee uh, coming back. Derrick Henry is going to be fed the ball, and uh, I believe they'll, they'll beat Jacksonville today. I agree. Um, I think they get the 2-0. They actually, We were actually right on the Monday night doubleheader saying the Titans and Steelers were both going to win, so that was good for our players. Um, in addition to that, I actually had Denver getting the points, so I actually got both ways, which was nice. Nice. Yeah, so you're moving forward. Another another huge game for two teams that have playoff aspirations. They're coming in at 0-1 both ways. Minnesota Vikings taking on the Indianapolis Colts. couple of disappointing losses for both teams. Minnesota got 40 hung up on them by Rodgers in the pack last week at home. They come in at 0-1. Indianapolis lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars in Phillip Rivers' debut. This is a huge game for both teams, like we talked about earlier with the Falcons and the Cowboys. You never want to start the year out 0-2. This is going to be a tough game. I'm seeing a three-point favorite for Indianapolis, and I kind of like the dog here. What do you think about this Minnesota-Indy matchup, Bugs? You know, Minnesota has got to come off of this uh, loss from Green Bay last week. Kirk Cousins will come back. Um, you know, they lost Stephon Diggs for this past season. Uh, he's in better pastures right now. Uh, Indianapolis actually was surprisingly uh, different. They lost to Chicago last week. Uh, they had that game, and then all of a sudden Chicago came back. I think Minnesota comes back, and he, they do win on this game. Um, looking forward to uh, seeing how that shapes up. I agree. I like Minnesota getting the three really, really a lot. <laughs> I, I, they, I think they are a smidge better. You also have Marlon Mack out for the season. Oh. Um, so you've got a couple of running backs that will be uh, time-sharing. Yeah. And we'll see what happens with that. Yep. We're, we're giving out Minnesota plus the three absolutely all day long. Buffalo, Miami. Buffalo, super impressive in the first game. They blew out the Jets. Miami, obviously, they played New England, and they lost to Cam Newton, who ran the ball 15 times against them. This is a play of the day for you, right? I do love Buffalo today. I think Buffalo takes care of business today. I think they beat Miami uh, pretty handily. You're looking at a, a team that's probably now going to be taking over in the AFC East as the uh, list. Cam Newton has something to, to say about that. But I think Buffalo actually is definitely going to take care of business today with Miami. I agree. I think Buffalo wins. Um, that's going to be Boogie's play of the day, laying the points there. Blowout City. Fitzpatrick, maybe a couple more games. If he loses this game in blowout style, um, Tua is just going to be knocking on the door, and that's going to change all the dynamics for the Dolphins. Bills to win the game today for sure for me as well. San Francisco Giants, huge injuries in this one too. They're playing the Jets on the road. San Francisco, very, very disappointing loss to Arizona, which Arizona we will touch base with here in a few, playing the Redskins today. Arizona beats the Niners last week. The Jets, the Jets lose as well. Another 0-1 versus 0-1 game. Seven-point favorite for San Fran on the road. There are some injuries in this one, though. San Francisco got some guys out, right? San Francisco's got Kittle out today. Uh, they got Debo Samuel still out. And you're looking at a couple of wide receivers. Uh, they just signed uh, Sanu. 
So you're looking at a little bit of a, a hurt team with San Francisco. Ah, Jets ain't going anywhere, though. So oh. we, we're looking at a, a team that uh, is decimated. They're looking at firing their, their coach. Yep. This is just a, a, a not a great team right now, not a great uh, at all team. Le'Veon Bell is out still. Uh, I look forward to seeing if San Francisco can bounce back. I think they will. Uh, it might be a little bit of a sloppy game, though, but I still lean towards San Francisco. Yeah, I think San Francisco figures it out. The Super Bowl runner-up from last year, I think they get the one-and-one. One. I think Adam Gase got maybe half the season, and he's going to be gone. Le'Veon Bell's obviously out. Darnold's got a tough draw. He's had a bunch of coaches already, and Gase is not the answer for the Jets. Um, they're laying, laying seven. Don't really like that. I think they win the game, though. You look at this next game, too. we got a few more 10 a.m. games to touch base on here. The Rams... Playing the Eagles. Rams coming at 1-0. and um, Beat the Cowboys on Sunday night in the fixed game of the year so far in the NFL. Ooh. That was bad. Referees and all types of stuff. You could tell. Well, but it comes back to being about money. Like we talked about with the Big Ten earlier, that last game was all about money. The Rams, they come in 1-0. and They actually looked pretty decent against the Cowboys. I was impressed offensively with the way that Jared Goff played. Obviously, you got Aaron Donald on the other side of the ball. He's a Beast. walking... Walking triple team. East. Playing the Eagles, um, Philly is going to be laying a point and a half here at home. And I got to tell you, Boogie, I don't trust them at all. No, I love the Rams today. Love the Rams today. Uh, you've got a ton of injuries uh, with Philadelphia. You've got uh, the offensive line messed up with Philadelphia. Rams are going to come out. Uh, you've got Malcolm Brown showing that he can actually take over for Gurley uh, now that he's no longer with them. You've got a great uh, system, and I look forward to seeing uh, that game today and uh, making sure that that Dallas uh, win was not uh, not a fake. I agree. Rams go to 2-0, and I believe. I think Philly just lacks the juice. I think the Rams are, you know, they got different... Colors, they got different logo and a different kind of team there. And a uh, good young coach. Defense is playing pretty well. I think the Rams take it. I think the Rams will go on the road and beat Philly to get the two and to two and zero. Oh. Looking at my Steelers today, Boogs one and zero oh, looked very impressive in the Monday night doubleheader, playing the Giants twenty six to sixteen. They got some turnovers like they did they did. Big Ben took about a half to shake the rust off, but they look like a different team with Ben in there playing the Broncos. Broncos coming in an 0 and one. Goskowski, as we touched on earlier for Tennessee, missed a bunch of kicks. Denver still could not get the job done and get the win at home on Monday night. Two teams that played on Monday night. Um no real feels on this spread, but I love the Steelers to win this game. No doubt, absolutely love Pittsburgh today in this game. Pittsburgh's offense is going to click. You actually uh, hit it on the head. Denver actually is not a good team. Right now, they have lost the defensive players. Uh, another, another, another uh, young quarterback that they've got with Locke. Uh, not impressed at all with him last week. Looked very nervous. Um they got Philip Lindsay that's uh, not playing today. The running yeah. backs a uh, little bit uh, hurt. True. I'm looking forward to seeing Pittsburgh and Big Ben in another seven to ten point win. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think Denver has the offensive firepower. That Steeler defense looks great, and when you give Big Ben a, a good defense, 
that makes them a contender. I think Ben will settle into his own in this game with all the injuries that Denver has. Could be a low-scoring game, potentially, uh, with Denver not having much offensive power, uh, firepower and, and Pittsburgh having that good defense. So I like the Steelers to win the day for sure. The last 10 a.m. game, the Brady Bunch, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, tough opener, going on the road, losing to the Saints last week. Carolina lost a shootout against the Raiders. New scheme, Matt Rule, the, the new coach, Bridgewater, got a lot of different intangibles with that team. Um, they didn't look bad against the Raiders, but they still lost the game at home. That's a game you got to win if you're Bridgewater, given this opportunity. Tough for Brady in game one, but I think they bounced back today. I like Tampa Bay to to beat Carolina and maybe even cover the number. What do you think about Brady and them guys today against Carolina? This is a game I'm really interested in seeing. You know what? Hey, Baron, I'll tell you one thing. Look and see how uh, Tom overcomes today with the fire and desire He's yeah. going to show why Tampa Bay actually was the choice. He's going to show the grit and determination that he was said to have lacked last week by his own coach. Um, I think he gets it done today. Also, look for Gronk to be more involved as well. I like it. I like it. I mean, Tom Brady. I'm reading this up right now as we speak. Tom Brady, when he was with the Patriots... They they only lost two games in a row three times in 20 years. Amazing. So with that stat there, Brady is a gamer. He's the GOAT, and I think he's going to come out and take care of business. We have three 1 o'clock games today. Kind of a rapid fire on these. Redskins, Cardinals. I said Redskins again. You said Redskins oh, again. Oh, I'm so sorry, America. That was going to be something that I was going to actually correct for you on the Boogie and the Baron uh, mistake wheel that we're oh, going to correct here. So, so we're going to do a mistake wheel, all right? That's it. So Redskins mistake, and uh, it is now the Washington football team. Uh, yes, Washington football team started out 1-0. and They're playing the Cardinals, who are also 1-0, beating the Niners. Then you have Kansas City. The best team in the NFL, Super Bowl champs, they are humming. They got 10 days of rest to prepare for a Chargers team that squeaked by Joe, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. <laughs> they squeaked by Joe Burrow, both 1-0 teams there playing. And then you have probably the second best team in the NFL, Baltimore Ravens, who just put a whooping on the Browns. They're playing the Texans. Texans, tough draw out of the gate, Boogs. Yeah. Having to go to Kansas City and now play at Baltimore. They got Deshaun Watson, who's a gamer. Those three 1 o'clock games here out here in Las Vegas, do you have any good uh, good leans on any of those? I'm leaning towards Washington, KC, and Baltimore, all the cover. Okay. I can dig that. I think Washington covers. Um, KC is – I'm not betting against them. Same thing with Baltimore. I'm going to give you guys a lot of fun here if you guys have the red zone, my listeners out there. Those three late games, take all three overs and turn that red zone on and crack a beer and chug your beer every time there's a touchdown and you'll be hammered by the Sunday night game because I like (laughs) all three games to go over. Rapid fire. Washington, Arizona over. KC Chargers over. Baltimore, Houston over. Turn your red zone on, root for touchdowns, and get drunk. (laughs) Sunday night. This is the fixed game of the week. This is not Sunday night football. This is the Sunday night fix. 520, New England Patriots 
1-0, Cam Newton, new system, Belichick visiting Russell Wilson, debatably the best quarterback in the NFL up there with Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Both teams coming in 1-0, looked impressive last week. New England did what they had to do to beat Miami. Seattle just crushed the Atlanta Falcons. Lines at four, totals at 45. This is obviously the fixed game of the week. How are you seeing this one playing out out there with no 12th man for Seattle? Tell you what, I actually like Seattle today. Everybody in the world is going to like Seattle today. And that's why I'm just going to sit back and watch this game and see if Cam can pull off the upset up there in Washington. So enjoy the game. And we are looking forward to hearing back from any of you, anything that we can do to help you out and have a little fun. I agree. Seattle is just seems like the obvious pick, but it's a Sunday night fix. If this money keeps steamrolling in on Russell and the Seahawks at home, go the other way. <laughs> go the other way. Right now, I'm looking at 67% of the total dollars wagered on the Seattle Seahawks. If that number stays the same and they are pounding them, go the other way. The Sunday night game is fixed. Monitor that. Whatever's obvious ain't happening. We saw that with the Cowboys last week. That's our Sunday night wrap-up. We have one last thing to talk about, Ant. The Las Vegas Raiders home opener, Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. They are playing Monday night football. Huge. Playing the Saints. I don't think they're going to win. <laughs> you know what? John Gruden's going to be out there. He's going to have this team ready to play. Uh, you know what? You also have got a couple of injuries. you got Michael Thomas out for the Saints. They're going to be in, in putting in uh, maybe even Taysom Hill. I look forward to seeing what the Raiders can do at home. There's going to be a big show, Vegas style, and we're looking forward to seeing the Raiders win tonight. Monday uh, night. Monday night, baby. Um, I'm excited. I will definitely root for the Raiders. I have friends that are Raiders fans. They're out here in Vegas now where we're located. Go Raiders! Root them on! Let's go! That's the wrap-up. Episode 2. Thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week. Baron out. Boogie out. Peace out, Boogie! Peace!